0: And a lot of us in the media, we watch very carefully what goes on on Blacklock's reporter because they do a great job in uh, discerning information that's being assembled in uh, in in Canada's government circles. Why doesn't somebody invent a mouse that actually works? This this mouse deserves a sort of technological cat. Just frustrated with the equipment today. Just letting me down. I just had enough. I want the old rotary phones back, an Underwood typewriter. Those were great
1: phones weren't they? Weren't they, Tom? <laughs> they, they were
0: bad. Oh my God! And they worked for fifty years. <laughs> I've got a I've got a mobile phone. Now all of a sudden it's bad because it's an Android. I, what I heard was oh, it's an Android. Well. Uh, I, this means nothing to me, I'm afraid. It's a phone. And they said, but you've had it for two years. It's time to replace it. And we have a wonderful plan just for you. I'm sure you do. Oh, my goodness. Tom Korski is with us. He's the editor of Black Locks Reporter, and you do terrific work. How are you, Tom?
1: i will. Uh, very generous. Thank you, Roy.
0: Great to have you back on the program, and I thank you for coming on. Uh, on Friday, you had a story, web censorship disturbing, In the first line is, academics and human rights advocates say an internet censorship bill proposed by Heritage Minister Stephen Gilbeau is, quote, aggressive, punitive, and disturbing, end quote. The bill to be introduced after lapsing in the last parliament would penalize bloggers, Facebook users, and internet publishers for legal content deemed harmful. They're at it again. Tell us about that, please.
1: They do. They are at it again, Roy. It's, uh, they have a real fetish for control of the Internet. Cabinet's been very plain. Uh, they will introduce measures. Some of them they put in legislation, and some they merely talked about in technical papers that were released last July. All of them will curl your hair. They say, essentially, that the government would appoint a chief censor. They don't call him that. They call it the uh, Digital Safety Commissioner, who will enforce what they call content moderation. The euphemisms, the language is absolutely fantastic. (laughs) It's scary. It's like like House of Special Purpose, right? It's like at Halloween.
0: What could go wrong? (laughs) Which committee thought of those names?
1: It's it's, it's absolutely fantastic, but the effect is the same. If you have, uh, this is legal speech on the internet, the government uses provocative uh, language to confuse people this is not hate speech that's already against the law it has been uh, parliament outlawed in nineteen seventy this is not child pornography terrorist financing meth dealing that's already covered you can't put that on the internet they're talking about legal content that hurts people's feelings and they want to block websites they want to impose fines up to seventy thousand dollars they will summon people to speech tribunals at the canadian human rights commission and they will block websites. They will install an Internet kill switch. I'm not making any of this up, Roy. I know it sounds absolutely fantastic. It's in black and white. And they are now receiving petitions from very knowledgeable, serious people who say, uh, whatever you think you're doing, you must
0: stop. Yeah, it's Orwellian. It is it, truly Orwellian. Just that way,
1: it, by, by yeah. the chair of the Senate Transport and Communications Committee, Orwellian. This is the rabbit hole of Internet regulation. And who asked for this, Tom? Well, cabinet did now they'll get cover, but they, they even in their internal polling, they don't find any widespread support. No one woke up this morning and said, "You know, no. I wish Steve Debo would tell me what I could look at on, on YouTube or uh, Facebook." no no one did that. zero people did that. This is about cabinet message control yes yeah, that it is.
0: So you have another story, and I just want to read the first couple of lines because it made my head hurt. Dueling medical experts in an Ontario Superior Court case could not agree on how COVID is spread after 18 months of evidence. Quote, it is enough to note they are different, end quote, wrote the court. And then quoting again, <laughs> both of these experts have impressive credentials and make persuasive arguments in support of their opinions, wrote the court. Quoting again, we are not required to have to choose the opinion of one over the other, end quote. Well, thank you for that. Please, <laughs> please make my head stop hurting, Tom.
1: This, uh, Roy, this is Ontario Superior Court. It was a case by the uh, Ontario Nurses Association, which wanted a mandate that would require hospitals and nursing homes to distribute those high-grade N95 masks to all employees, court declined. They said it was more complicated than that, and nurses could get those masks when they wanted to. But the question became, the current uh, order is for the lower-grade surgical masks, uh, which everyone can buy uh, at uh, the dollar store. The question became... How is COVID spread? Well, you would think that's fundamental after 18 months. I and would. They did have... Uh, <laughs> they, and
0: they had I, I've been told a thousand <laughs> times how it spread,
1: Tom. Sure, but, but, but the point became, and this was the interesting part, even the court, you talk about the heads hurting. Is it spread by uh, uh, droplets or contact, like most infectious diseases, or is it spread by aerosol, These tiny, minuscule, invisible to the naked eye, so small microns? Of, uh, of coronavirus, that they momentarily defy gravity and float in air, which would make it really almost something out of a horror film. Dueling experts, University of Toronto, faculties across the street from each other, after 18 months, couldn't answer the question right. Science. Follow- when they say follow the science, it sounds simple, doesn't it? It's complicated.
0: Well, well, it do, it does. I I wish I knew more than I than I than I did, but I, I guess this is what you need to uh, be able to do if you're a judge: be able to discern that. Well, uh, what is it? It's not enough to know they are. It is enough to know they are different. Both of these experts have impressive credentials and make persuasive arguments in support of their, <laughs> their opinions. Said the it learner. It just
1: wants. doesn't answer the question. <laughs> no, it doesn't even begin
0: <laughs> to answer the question. Now. Uh, this one is troubling. Speechwriters, you had this on Blacklock's reporter. Speechwriters told to work in quote, work in quote, some compassionate lines end quote about those who died after nursing home mask shortages.
1: Yeah, it's all about communications, Roy. A cabinet uh, and political aides that uh, run that office are uh, real devotees of communications. Everything is a message. Everything is a bumper sticker slogan. That's what got them there, and they think that's what will get them through. The problem is sometimes you need results and communications. You can't talk your way out of a problem. Everyone knows somebody who tries to do that. Right. You know, the, the uh, average age of people who have died of COVID in our country was 86. That's a c- according to actuaries and some stat scan data. They were in nursing homes. A lot of them had underlying health issues, very serious health issues. They were in their 80s. Why did they die? Well, they didn't have masks, and their uh, assistants, their caregivers, their doctors, their nurses had terrible shortages of masks. And that's because the government of Canada didn't stock masks. It was they, they were supposed to. Parliament gave them money to do that, and they didn't do it. That's never been explained. And wasn't it interesting that when the wheels are off the bus in the early days of the pandemic, and people are dying, this was literally life or death. The response from the political aides in the prime minister's office was... Can't we come up with some sort of talk about how we are compassionate about the most vulnerable? Not, if we were compassionate about the most vulnerable, we would have known how to stock a mask warehouse in the first place. It's not the same thing, is it, Roy?
0: No, it is not, Tom. Work in some compassionate lines for God. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts,